The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Super Mega Cast yeah. with me, Ryan, and my buddy, Matthew. Yep, that's us. That that's Matt and Ryan. Why don't people call like why is it Matt and Ryan? Why is it not Matthew and Ryan? You know, because Matt and Ryan is shorter to say. You don't want Matthew and Ryan is like too much of a. It's a bit of a mouthful. It's, it's Matthew too strenuous and Ryan. for everyday talk, especially with how short things are getting. You know, in text now. Yeah, man, that's the thing. You know, we used to speak like fucking Shakespeare, and now it's it's just LOL. Are K? you okay? You okay? Are mark? Are are you you okay? Come on, slashy face. We've 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 to lost convey emotion. We can convey more emotion, I guess, with emojis. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of like the Egyptians did it, and then I guess it was like we advanced as a as a species to develop more complicated, you know, writing systems. But look at us, just reverting right back. Old habits die hard, brother. You know, but it's it's a language everyone understands. Emojis, yeah. Hieroglyphics, Except no, because people use them like satirically. Or just like to be like, although I feel like a lot, I can't tell. Definitely, uh, I see a lot of comments and shit where they're doing like cry laughing, cry laughing, cry laughing, like shit like that. But they don't actually mean it. No. You know, that's the thing is, uh, I saw, I saw something like this weekend that, that made a good point. It was like, you know, we've had written language for thousands of years and we still haven't like come up with a way to convey sarcasm through it. I see people trying on Twitter with the slash S. True. That means slash sarcastic, right? Or serious, right? See, I think serious is SRS. Oh, okay. Right? Right, I don't know. Slash S is sarcasm. Uh, I, I, sure. And then SRS is slash serious. Seriously, seriously guys, you know? Seriously. like one of those. Could be serious. Like, yeah, SRS is serious. Oh, wait, do we have a, a, a gift? Because I'm sure you can hear it in the audio version, too. But earlier, before this podcast started, Justin came in with a taser and scared Matt, and I'm sure it was caught on video. It was caught on video briefly. So, 
So let's let's watch that clip or or listen to the clip at least if your audio or video works either way. Matt doesn't even see what's coming. Yes, Justin. Now wasn't that something? I didn't even really react that. I was standing directly in front of the camera, so it's just probably going to be my shirt up close and then me going, "Ah." Well, I'm glad that Luke also put a reaction cam footage of him watching it too. Yeah, that was great. His commentary was good on that too. Check it out. I could have done with less commentary on Luke's part. I well, couldn't really hear the video. Luke he was talking so loudly. Yeah. And or maybe it's just the audio you know, for his voice. Was that loud. time of year, the new iPhone's out, iPhone 14, and people have been getting that. But Luke, for some reason, uh, I guess he's trying to be like hip, went back, and he got the iPhone 4. So, yeah. so when he films with that, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look or sound too good. But, you know, it's Luke. It's Luke's preferences. I'm not going not to shame him. It's such a messy bit. It's you know, just, Luke's, it's probably like 2 a.m. He's just like, oh, I just got to get this podcast out. And he's like, oh, okay, now I got to film myself. Reacting. Oh, now I got to degrade the audio and the video quality of it to match the, the joke they just did. And, you know, he just finished that bit. He's like, all right, now it's done. But, Luke, it's crazy how you how you uh, tracked a clown nose on yourself. Like, now I got to go back and do that. Do you think that's gonna be like a like a deep existential moment in his life where he's just like slowly like picture like him slowly tracking a clown nose through like old like premiere ways of tracking and you know he's sitting there shirtless the camera the camera's just pulling in very slowly just with like a slow rumble of question his life choices yep yeah <laughs> and with each click it becomes louder and a more more of an echo appears so it's like Getting closer to his breaking point. He's not even blinking. He's just staring at the screen. It's like a, it's like some clip in some like Netflix, like Ryan Murphy show. Until the ringing stops and he goes, huh? And it's like, Luke, your coffee's here. <sighs> he, he always edits shirt. Have you ever noticed every time he FaceTimes us, every single time he FaceTimes us with an editing question, he's sitting in his room shirtless. He is wearing his tunic though. <laughs> yeah, luckily. <laughs> luckily, he wears the tunic. But... It's a cute little giggle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He's always shirtless, though, dude. That's not like a squeaker toy that just ran out of juice. <laughs> yep. Like, it's just got, like, you get, get a big squeeze, and you try to get one more in, but there's not enough air in it, so it's like, <laughs> Like, uh, Squeaky from <laughs> Toy Story 2. What was his name? I think it was Squeak. The Penguin. Squeak. Squeaker. Squeaker. I don't know. Squeaker. Squeakers mix squeaking. What's his What's his name? Bro? No, that's the fuck. That's what Kronk says. That's it when he speaks squirrel. Squeaker makes squeakerty. Some shit like that. Let me fuck. Wasn't that funny though in that movie when he could talk to squirrels? Could you imagine talking to squirrels? Yeah, I can't fucking imagine it at all, dude. Like, what would they say? What knowledge would they bestow upon us? You think? Probably not too different from us. I'm talking about nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you know, I watched a squirrel the other day going to the lawn. Yeah. Pick up one of Lego's turds, put it in its mouth, and run, run up a tree with it. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, you fucking did. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked it up online. Squirrels do sometimes eat dog poop because there's a lot of nutrients. Oh, dude, there. bro had no idea. <laughs> he, he thought he had it because at one point earlier, I had noticed one had actually buried a nut in my yard. Really? Mm hmm. That's cool. It's like you're witnessing like history being made. Squirrels forget like we're ninety percent of the. So yeah, I saw they, the landscaper on his riding lawnmower going over the hill on, in my yard. The big hill, <laughs> in your backyard. 
Dude, they forget where they bury like 90% of their nuts. So like they just take nuts and they bury them. They like then, just put grass over it or like put it within kind of already a, a ditch. And they're stupid as hell. It. They'll be like, I'm coming back for this one and then never come back. What well, was cool for like watching his little hand, like he was like really he's playing meticulous with it. He's like, about it. Because he's like, I got to come back for this. It's got to be safe. It went, and then ran up a tree with it. It was a treat for him. He loved it. He had no idea it was shit either. He's like, mm. you know, like in his mind, it's like, this isn't feces. This, this is, is a like, wonderful it's like, nut. this is a treat. Like what is? Oh, I, I got lucky today finding whatever whatever this is. <laughs> they threw out they threw out some some cupcake batter. Or Fuck something. yeah, dude! Little brownie batter. Yeah, sounds like an Austin Powers joke. That one hundred percent an Austin Powers. Eats joke. like a a cupcake, and it's like no, we solidified his poop from it being a liquid because we couldn't get it. That up. happened in Austin Powers, didn't With it? With coffee, he they drinks take the, his the diarrhea. Poop. Yeah, he dr this tastes like shit. It is shit, Austin. <laughs> yep. Man, we gotta write a fucking movie, man. We'd, Basil, we'd have we'd have so many shit. We'd have so many good jokes, man. So I'm a little out of it. I'm, I've been I've been sick the last week. I just think it's I've brought we've brought it up several times, but I still think it's insane and just uh, un unfortunate that we won't get an Austin. Uh, sorry. I, yeah, I'll finish it. We won't get an Austin Powers sequel. Another one. That is uh, thank you. Devastating. <clears throat> well, I don't know, man. You never know. It's I just think he's just too gone for the role now. I don't know if he'd even want to do it. What if they did, like, Austin Powers when he's older? Do that with Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Ben Stiller kept up with his health. He's still I'm been not, healthy. I'm not, like, f he's not, I'm not, like, fat shaming my Michael Myers. Mike Myers. It sounds like that's exactly what you're about to do. But he... Doesn't I? F I do feel. I mean, just remember Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, of course. How how fucking insanely ripped he was. He made himself shirtless a lot, and he flexed. I would too if I were him, dude. If I got that ripped and I was making a stupid comedy movie, I'd I'd be shirtless in every scene. I mean, they're all movie stars. They gotta look beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I just I I don't know if Mike Myers would want to reprise his role as. That's what I think. As, He'd have to do Doctor Evil too. Hmm. Had there ever been any rumors of another Austin Powers movie? There's been like, yeah, there's always been rumors. Let me let me let me look up right now if there's if there's ever any Austin Powers. It's oh, but it's it came more... out in the 1999, so it has been a while. Hey, what did Austin Powers? Yeah, but like they made fucking Goldmember. This is the last one they made, and that came out in the 2000s, like early. How, when did that one come out? Ryan, do I have some news for you, brother? No. Uh-huh. Okay. Lay it on me, Slim. Groovy, baby. This is a Fox 4 article. Okay. Published September 19th, 2022. Should I, should I temper my expectations? Mm, no, I, I don't think so. Okay. 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 <laughs> Groovy, baby. Mike Myers opened up about the possibility of a future film in the popular Austin Powers film series, subtly teasing that fans could possibly expect a fourth film in the near future. When was this article? September. Oh, shit. As in last month at okay. the time of recording this. September 19th. So just weeks ago. Two weeks ago. This episode comes out in November, but... Does it? Damn. But who knows, dude? Maybe maybe by the time this episode drops, they've announced the next Austin Powers. Listen to this. I don't know. 
The comedian and actor said when asked a possible new installment in the beloved comedy franchise at the red carpet of his new movie Amsterdam on Sunday. I'm going to put a big firm written maybe on that. This is not the first time that Myers has opened up about a future of a fourth Powers film. Back in May 2022, Myers teased a potential fourth movie of the Austin Powers series being in the works. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project should it exist or not. But at the same time, think about it. Like, I feel like this is a project that they've always like kind of gone to him about or thought about, but the timing's never been right. And I feel like it's it might continue to just be that. But I don't know, dude. That I don't know why I'm trying to talk about it seriously. Like but. a serious discussion about the possible existence <laughs> of Austin Powers 4. No, listen to that, dude. This is what this podcast is for. That's a very specifically worded statement. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project should it exist or not exist. I feel like if he wasn't working on an Austin Powers 4 or it wasn't in talks, he'd just be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Probably not. Maybe one day. But he's like, when someone says I cannot confirm nor deny... If you ask someone about allegations and they say, oh, I can't confirm or deny, what does that mean every time? Well, a lot of the times it means they're guilty, essentially confirming. Right. In, in a courtroom, when you plead the fifth, what does that mean almost every time? You don't want to get yourself in trouble mm -hmm. by saying things that will incriminate you. Yeah. I, I, I see this as Austin Powers... Uh, Pleading the fifth. I mean, Mike Myers. So they're the guilty fifth. of making or being. They're guilty of. But how long on has Austin it been Powers in pre-production? You think he talked? Both of these quotes are from this year. Yeah, but is this a part of a line of stuff where they're like, "I'd love to do another Austin Powers," and it's just like in in the talks right now. So yeah. they're like maybe testing the waters. Well, let's get some let's get some hype out there for Austin Powers four. Like, yeah. I think if they see that, if Mike Myers sees a social media uprising for you know people wanting austin powers guys go out there on twitter hashtag we need austin powers for it would need to be about how he's aged and there would have to be a new young... well i don't want to tell him how to write his movie ryan no but think about it they're just going to pull a borat right there's going to be a new kind of like lady spy who's just like getting in the business and the whole thing's going to be about how austin can't live back in the days of the 70s this is a new era and she deserves respect. And he doesn't kiss or marry her in the end or some shit like that. Dude, I... And she's the new Austin Power. Or it's his, her, his daughter. It could be his daughter. Dorky, and she's horny too. But Not she's, for him. She's, she's like Gen Z, you yeah. know? Like he has like a millennial, like a Gen Z daughter who's on like TikTok and stuff. So it's Austin trying to like come to terms with like he can't live in the past and he has to adapt. And there's a strong feminist message in it. I, I would... Dr. Evil's gonna hack people through social media and like brainwash them. TikTok, you know, it's gonna be like that kind of shit, dude. I I would be willing to put a fat stack of cash down that the next Austin Powers movie, if they make it, that will be the plot. Yeah, okay. Or like so. that will be like a part of it. <laughs> that that's too like accurate to like how they do these sequels now. Well, now since they heard it, they're not gonna do it on purpose. They already had the whole script written, and they're like, <laughs> now they have to. Did you guys see this hashtag? <laughs> we need Austin Powers four. Somehow it leaked. And then they like they like they get they start seeing all the social media buzz, and when they see this, and they're like, oh. <laughs> they gotta rewrite it from scratch. It's Austin Powers at like a like one of the protests in like summer of 2020, like the BLM protests. Yeah, it's a funny like ch like chase scene at one of those. 
Dr. Where, where the crowd looks like a big penis and the helicopter pilot's like, hey, you see this? It looks like a giant... And then, uh, and then something happens to like cut him off. Some guy in a cockfighting ring. Cox, Cox, a fighting here, <laughs> dude. They, uh, they, they need to hire uh, us as script supervisors. <laughs> I'm the serious. Next I'm serious. If if that project is in the works, <laughs> you guys need some script supervisors that are like. Or at least have us watch the film. Here's have the us thing. a VIP treatment where we watch the film and yes. can and can give you. Can we be the producers? Can you pay us to be the producers? Usually the producers. That's not, I know that's not how it works, but I would love to get a producer role on that. If I just want so, Here's the thing. I think that you and I, you know, we born in the 90s. Yeah. Grew up on those comedies. The 90s, but baby. We're, but we're hip with we're hip with what's what's hip now. Yeah. So it's I like, love TikTok. You ever eat those Tide Pods, bro? <laughs> Nyquil chicken? Mm. Yeah, but the, you know, here's the thing is like they need people like us, Ryan, because it's like we get that humor from those movies to a T. We we get it better than anyone. But we're in the know in the of the now. So like we could we could script supervise. Like you you showed that you got that humor right there. Austin Powers is at a at a at a at a George Floyd protest <laughs> and they're looking down from the helicopter and the crowd looks like a penis. <laughs> and it's in the shape of a penis because of some shenanigans Austin's gotten <laughs> himself into. You know, like there's like they're like chasing like Dr. Evil's chasing. I don't I don't know. what's <laughs> good. And and they're looking down. So the crowd's guided to like get uh, to look a certain way. Yeah. To get know? out of the way of the chase. And then and then maybe Dr. Evil and his team of guys in their white suits, they're getting beat up by the crowd because they're all lives matter guys. And then they're getting beat and they're running away and they run out of the tip of the crowd. So from the helicopter, it looks like ejaculate coming out. And then the helicopter pilot goes. It looks like a giant, and then, like you said, smash cut to another another scene with some guys cockfighting. And yeah. come on, like, what do you think about it, Hollywood? What do you come on? Does that not is is that literally just not like what it is? Well, I don't think they'd have Austin Powers at a George Floyd protest, but no. If they hire us as script supervisors, all I'm saying is, we can make it woke too. I mean, I, I feel like we know how to write woke enough. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've been pretending While to be woke, dicking for it to those SJW about like, like five years now. Yeah, about five years. Because we started off a bit, you know. Yeah. A bit on the uh, the Shapiro side. But then we needed to make that extra dough. We, we needed, needed to, to make become, extra We needed money. to become millionaires, and that was the only way. And now look at us, you know? Since we went along, I mean, with the narrative. Playing along and pretending to be woke has paid off for us all these years. We both got several fucking vacation homes now. Uh, we the, can The pussy it brings, too. I didn't feel like... Paying like giving my parents to him because what I mean it, they they signed up to have a kid. Like, That's the, the thing I don't that, know them shit, man. Yeah, I didn't have a say in being born. Like what kind of bullshit is that? It's like they forced me into this world to Where live. I'm a, going to have to die. I'm going to have to live a life with with sorrow. I mean, there's happiness too, but like they they cursed like they they basically like set my future. They were like, all right, now you have to. Go through the human experience and endure it. We could sue them because they did not have our permission to have us be born. We should see if that holds any legal ground. Could we sue our parents for forcing us, subjecting to be alive? us to the human experience that we we did not consent to? You know, because the human experience is stressful, right? Yeah, there's heartbreak, there's there's grief, there's death, there's anxiety, there's diarrhea, there's like all sorts of. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever been have you ever felt how embarrassing it is when you can't get it up in front of a beautiful woman? I didn't sign up for that. 
Yep. Lo and behold, though. So, Never had that problem with, I don't want, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, she she asked if you would stop talking about her on the podcast. And I didn't. I didn't say anything. I didn't say a name. Come people, on. People don't know who we're talking about. Of course not. And she's it's, watching, and she definitely doesn't know it's about her. Yeah. I'll say, hey. Is she still watching? Yeah. Guess who else is? <laughs> Guess who else has been watching? Who? Dale. Oh, shout you, out Dale. You told me that. I thought that I thought that Dale had stopped watching years ago. And then and I'm on the phone with him and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I listen to it at the gym." And I'm like, "Hey wait, Dale, you've been listening? imagine sucking my penis." <laughs> he's probably on the fucking treadmill right now. <laughs> and now just he, like Tah. and then he cl- and then he closes his eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> I will not, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing, because you said that, whether he wants to or not, the image has appeared in my dad's yep. head now. Think about it, Dad. You're sucking Ryan's, you're filleting your upon mom's my friend. head, so she's laughing her ass off. My mom's going, oh, Dale's going to hate he that. He finally gets it. He, he gets some. He, he, get, he gets what's coming to I him mean, now. I mean, you had a whole song about. He's probably desensitized, but not about you. No. I've said my fair share about sex and my dad. You, on the other hand, when it comes to sex with my dad, almost a blank slate. I just feel like there's... I don't know if there's space for me to not intervene, but coexist to in coexist. Yeah. Space with yeah. such a similar art form. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to be encroaching on. I, I, I don't see already established relationship. I don't see it that way. He might see that. I like the idea of you like starting to like make a lot of sexual jokes about my dad. And he's not bothered by that aspect. He's bothered by like, well, that's Matt's thing. <laughs> like, you know, just be original. Right? He's just copying Matt. Like, you know, it's like, you oh. have, Oh. An original cell in your body, Ryan? Matt, you should stand up to him. You should start making more jokes about having sex with me. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you do them funnier, Matt, so you just gotta do more of them. Really Talk about me place. spreading my ass cheeks and you coming on me. No, like, like <laughs> son. Why am I making your dad sound like Forrest Gump? <laughs> As, Matt, you could talk about, about rimming me, your father. No, son, I mean, I'm serious. Like, you could do a whole album of this shit. Like, you could. People would eat it up. I would. I'm telling you right now, I would. I'd support it. Has anyone ever done that? I don't think anyone's ever made a whole album about having sex with their father. I don't think many people have made a song about having <laughs> sex with their father in general. Yeah, I, you did it. I definitely am a up. I'm in an elite group of people, a very select niche. And you didn't have to use slurs to do it. You could be shocking in other ways. I did say some swear words in that song. I said slurs. Oh, well, I'm not going to use any racial slurs in the song I'm having sex with my dad. He says plenty of those enough on his own when during the sex. You could have you could have used it as a sample. He could have sampled one of his voicemails that he leaves you. Oh, the Mel Gibson style ones? Yeah. yeah. Well, my dad basically, uh, I think he stopped listening for a long time because of, of these kinds of jokes. So he's going to stop listening again. So is it like a win for you? You're like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would, I love... You know, what does he think of the knowing podcast? that my fa- that I have the support of my father in, in the art that I make is is means the world to me. I'm glad, and it hurts when when he doesn't. Well, I'm glad he supports it, but what does he think of it? He didn't know I'd release any new music as art. Um, the podcast, not your music. Well, he he did say he goes, <laughs> you know, I listen because you guys are, you know, you guys are genuinely funny, but it's it's hard to listen to. Yeah. I'm like, well, Dad, have you tried, you know, turning it up? Ooh. He just has these old little headphones. It's like really, he means it's just, it's too quiet. Yeah. It's like the headphone jack old, is so halfway plugged so in. So his hearing's going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, he's almost 70 now. Yeah, I know. He's he's looking at it too. He walks with a cane. Uh-huh. 
Well, he's walked with a cane for many, many years. That's more of like a pimp thing. Oh. You know? I thought it was a help thing. No, the limp is is from something else. Uh, is it just a style of walking or whatever? Yeah, it's the pimp limp. Okay. He, uh, he appropriates a lot of cultures. Remember his Chinese face? <laughs> yeah. I can't even keep a straight face <laughs> trying to do these jokes, man. It's just so imagining my dad... <laughs> Just doing an impression of a Chinese man and like Dale the type of dude to <laughs> to to wear a rice hat in like the Tokyo airport. We saw those dudes at the Tokyo <laughs> we airport. We did, we did. But like okay, they were okay, out, okay. Man. What's wrong with it? If they're there to respect the culture. They're hey, they're supporting the tourism industry of Japan. That's, but if they're that's their biggest if they're like bowing and squinting their eyes and shifting back and forth. The squinting the eyes, yeah. I'm well it's it's first of then, all, it's normal to bow in Japan, even as a foreigner. That's that's what you're, you're supposed to do. If you're doing it for like do. a funny little picture. Yes, that's you know what I mean? Or like doing like the geisha makeup. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's you know. Well, next time we go, uh when we go in twenty twenty three for some uh Super Mega Does Japan part two, we'll make sure we do lots of racial um Bits and goofs and stuff. We should dress up like geishas. Odds are you, uh, for a Halloween party, you... <laughs> <laughs> that I dress up as a geisha? Yeah. Ryan, that's like... <laughs> the worst look for me I can think of. It could be a small party. It could be a party of like three people. Hey, you guys, this is a very <laughs> intimate evening. Just close friends. No plus ones. <laughs> I show up and put your phones in the bucket. Uh, yeah, guys, this is like a like old school, like early two thousands party. So no cell phones. <laughs> Come in and I'm just like bowing, <laughs> wearing the full geisha robe and makeup. Now am I doing? Am I doing like a voice too? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to go all. Uh, I was about to call him Ned Flanders. What's his fucking Nathan? Nathan Fielder. Oh, can I park your car? <laughs> yeah. That is one of the best moments in all of Nathan for you. I saw that clip a lot, like on TikTok at one point. That's like, the, that's one where he just, he's pushing it so far. He, he, oh my God. If you guys haven't seen that clip, it's, it's, look up Nathan Fielder Asian. It's like, he's doing, he has like, he's trying to like disprove a stereotype that Asian women are bad at driving. So... Like to some like older customers at this nail salon. Hires so, like a professional driver. He finds like a female Asian like sports like stunt driver, and he's like, "But all the women that like you have to fit in as one of the employees, and people can't know. But you know they have thick accents. So like, do you think you could do an accent?" And she's like, "Well, I don't. What would you want me to say?" And he was like, "Oh, I mean, like, do you want to? Do you want, want me to do, do it? Example? Like, it would, would that wouldn't be offensive, right?" And she's like, "I don't think so." And then he just says, he, he, I can't believe he committed that much. Because he knows as soon as he does that, like. You can see the whole thing. Because, like, you know, he wasn't, like, I don't think he was planning on that. I and mean, then you see in his <laughs> no. face a little bit. He's just like. And he sits and he, like, thinks for a second. And then he, and then he says, <sighs> It's the fact. In my American voice, he says, Oh, can I park your car? But he's, it's like, it's the way, like, how Indiana Jones would, would have, like, the, like, the Asian characters. And then she's just sitting there silently, and he's like, I, I mean, was that good? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, do you think he just not gets away with this stuff in the scene? Like, people aren't as thrown off as they necessarily would be one because of, like, cameras. Yeah, I was about to say, because cameras, you know, you, you're not going to have, maybe if, like, this white guy had just done that 
normally with there's no one else around, no cameras. She would she might just be like, what the hell? But he he sets it up in a way where he asks her for permission and says, I don't want to be offensive. Is it okay? And she goes, sure. So he like sets it up where it's like the balls in 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 his court now. You know, but 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 the thing that makes it funny in the part to remember is that there's no way she can <laughs> expect him to go that like mm. fucking hard with it because like he, he goes all it, the way, and I kind of I'm kind of thinking that he's gonna talk himself out of having to do it somehow. He's gonna be like, oh, you know, yeah. No, but <laughs> then he, you could see it on his face that there's a, he sits in silence for a second, like I wonder if I should do this, and then he. <laughs> Dude, make a like a face reading video on on Nathan. How he asserts dominance in <laughs> comedic situations. I mean, he's if there's one thing he's good at, it's asserting dominance in a comedic situation. I like putting like a biased opinion over someone's like facial expressions. <laughs> like the guys on YouTube that analyze like facial language and like shit. I'm just like. <sighs> He's like, if you saw, he grimaced a little, which means he's uncomfortable with the topic at hand. He was uncomfortable he with the jokes his Matt were making. And, Matt moved, was making. and moved himself further away from Matt. I love people that read in a body language really intensely. Like, look at this. I'm crossing my legs, and I'm also, and I'm also, but you notice this, I'm angled away from you. Which people will say means I don't want to be in conversation with yeah. you right now. What if my legs are open for conversation with you? I'm allowing you in. I'm I'm showing my vulnerability. You're, you're being vulnerable, you know. What does it say about how we're sitting though? See, so you're you're spreading, and I'm I'm seeing underwear coming out of my pants. I sit very tight legged. I think. You know why that is? If I'm breaking it down in my psyche, if I'm looking into it, underwear's still showing, dude. Really? Careful with those nuts, bro. I think I sit tight legged because I I'm I'm self conscious that my legs are really skinny and these pants are also kind of tight. So if I'm like this, I'm scared of my no. I mean that looks better. I think though. Yeah, you look hot. But if I do this, uh -huh. you know, it's, so it's, I noticed in the episode <clears throat> with Brandon Wardell, I'm crossing my legs. You're, uh, spreading and he, it was three different sitting styles. Okay. Was he crisscross? I don't, I, I think he had his feet up on the table. So it says a lot about our personality. He was being protective because he felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I was asserting my dominance by spreading my legs and you were all, to make him feel comfortable because of. My I didn't want to spread. appear as a threat, so I crossed my legs to look a little fruity. Yes, but still in a way of protecting yourself from a situation if it were to were to go down. If there was a situation that were gonna were to go down, I would probably be the most protected though, right? If we're talking about genitals, a very yeah. vulnerable area, because yeah. you're the most open, yep. saying you don't give a fuck. He's a little pulled back, but me, you know, it's I'm tucked right now, man. This is like the. But you're also showing that you're not afraid. That's but that see what I'm showing <clears throat> is I'm showing confidence as well because. In this day and age, a man crossing his legs. I mean, come on. Right? So it's like, no, I'm I'm not scared to... Does Dale cross his legs? Hell no. Whew. I don't remember who... I don't think it was my dad. Who crossed his legs? No. That sounds like an old Fall Out Boy song. I don't who think it was my dad who crossed his legs. <laughs> they those really long titles. Uh, no, but... Maybe it was a friend's dad or something. I can't say for sure it was my dad, but I remember crossing my legs when I was like 12. And just being like, I think it was a friend's day. He's like, what are you doing? Uncross your legs. You have no balls or something? Is it the same dad who made sure that you didn't order the same thing At Hooters, yes. Son? Same dad. You can't order the same thing as each other. See, the, the thing about that, though, is like, what that but how, does, but that comes is, off as he's insecure about his own sexuality. If he's, <clears throat> if he's hyper fit, because that means he's hyper fixating on other men's, like, 
like what they're thinking and doing. And, but like, and, think about it. If a couple goes out to eat, they usually get different things to share. So like, I don't see what what is the like romanticization of like ordering the same thing. Oh, I'll get the same thing. Like that, a lot of people do that. Like I'll go to restaurants with like even you and be like, yeah, we'll I'll get the just same get thing at restaurants all the, like all the time. And I because it's like. You know, like if we're looking at the menu, something looks good, and you're like, I think I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, I was looking at that too. Yeah. You know, like, why is it perceived as weird? Weird. I really think it's because it's like, oh, you got the same thing. You guys in love? Are you gay? Like sitting next to each other in a movie theater? We don't put a seat between us at the movies. No. Should we? We, we get couples seating because, you know, they have pairs for the, and we make sure to lounge back and we can hold each other if need be, if it gets scary Maybe or something. It's scary, man. No, for you real know, though, I, that, get, I get scared. I know you. And get you scared. have such long arms. Sharing popcorn is that gay? No, exactly. Sharing a drink is that gay? See, I don't think that. Um, okay, it's not gay, but, <laughs> but that one is. That Did one you is. Just picture like two straws pointed out. No, of like a, a single straw. Like <laughs> I think that that one is where it becomes a little too intimate. The getting the same food, sitting next to each other, sharing a popcorn, but something about like two male friends, go, like two straight male friends going to a movie and just splitting a, like a Coca Cola. Yeah, but you've tried your friend's drink. Before yeah, no, but I'm like, hey, you want to split, the... split a Fanta? <laughs> you know, like that one's a little weird. Is that one not a little bit weird? I mean, it's definitely like because that one's like, why don't you just <laughs> like, get two? Just get your own Fanta. It's like, well, I don't know, man. With movie theater prices, it's like seven bucks. Oh, get a large one. You boys could share it. Get a free refill. Maybe it's even more. It's more economic. Especially well, if you if split it's it. Free refills, then we'll each just other get the later. smallest. Or PayPal, or Cash App, Venmo, or whatever you use. Or just the old fashioned way. I'll give you a couple bucks. See, there it is. Or I can, you know, it's like, oh, you know, uh, I'll get the next one. I just get the the water cups at the movie theater, and then I I fill it up. No one's watching. And also, like. If I'm an employee in a movie theater, like, you know, and I see someone filling up their water cup with soda, like, am I really going to, like, be like, hey, and do I want to do that? No. But, you know, those are there are those types of people. Mm -hmm. But I also, like, <clears throat> I, I was about to be like, oh, that's kind of like an asshole thing to, like, get the water cup and, like, get soda. But at the same time, who are you hurting? You know soda I mean? is the is soda and internet are, are two of the most marked up products on the market. Soda and internet. Soda, yeah, soda. You're not hurting anyone when you're taking because okay, controversial opinion maybe. I think that I uh, I'm not a shoplifter, but getting your squeeze every now and then isn't such a bad thing. I think when it when it comes to big corporations, it doesn't matter that much. I'm not talking about like going to a store. We're and one of the biggest something. corporations, uh, but I'm talking about like. You know, getting soda in my water cup. It, you know, you know how much one gallon of soda is? It's like four cents. Yeah. Yeah, look how much they're charging. Unless you're taking from like a, here, if it's an independent movie theater, like a like a locally owned one, don't do that. If it's an AMC. Well, they usually don't even pay the, it's all volunteer. Like, isn't the Nickelodeon downtown all volunteer? I think so. Down Downtown back in Columbia. Columbia. But I mean, like, if it's, I, if it's a locally owned business or a small business... That stuff's not okay. But if it's fucking Target, I don't, I don't know. It's like at the food court, Target, I'm like. Yeah. It's like who cares about all these big corporations? How much money do you think Target makes every second? Am I, am, am I getting two, like half a cent worth of soda? Is that really going to? No. As you said, these are big corporations and fuck them. Ad reads.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, everyone. I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes. Bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy. And catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps. To mental health and maintaining friendships. And asking the question, how? How do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. (laughs) On Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Sorry, I Hope you enjoyed those ad reads. Did you guys enjoy my cough, too? No, nobody enjoys your coughs. Sound like a sickly man. I do. It's... People don't want to think about death when they're trying to have fun listening to a podcast. I'm a 26 year old that coughed, Ryan. How does that make people think of death? I mean, look at you. I did notice today that my, I guess since being said, my dark circles in my eyes are intense. Why are there so many fucking where the, where's the fruit, fruit flies come? There's no food in here. There's coffee. Yeah, but that doesn't attract fruit flies. Sugar, right? Where would where... he's pissing me off, man? Where like, where do they come from, man? They don't come from the fruit, but every time there's fruit, they they are like, they, them and the boys pull up quick. It just puts off the vibe. It's not spooky. Puts off the vibe that we have a dirty office. It's not a spooky cast yet. I know. It and makes people already think fucking that, disgusting gnats everywhere. If guests flies. if guests watch this, they're gonna be like, "Why do I want to go to that gross ass office?" It's not gross. It doesn't smell. Well, it smelled actually pretty bad this morning. Well, we haven't been here for a week because we've been sick. Yeah. Or you weren't sick. I was sick. Jim was sick. And we all, you know, took a little time off, make sure it's not COVID, wasn't COVID, and, you know, now we're back. Man. Life goes on. Life always goes on. Isn't that, you know, what's weird to think about, dude? All right. Already the show goes on. Right. Float on. To the morning. All right. Already we're all float on. That song is, dude, Modest Mouse, it's, it's a good band to have a good cry to. Yeah. You're you're driving home at night. I've know, done that before to Modest Mouse. Cry, have, crying alone, you know, at going to home at night, like driving home, you, like in your car. There's one specific- Modest uh, Mouse is playing. There's one specific uh, Modest Mouse song that's like just gutturally sad. It's called World at Large, and it 
it's it's really sad. You guys should. I used to listen to it on the bus in high school when I was feeling like a little emo high schooler. But that mod- that's that song is so good. Float on. That's classic. That's like two thousand four, two thousand five, when you and I were in our prime. Yeah. Fucking. I remember listening. I remember there was one summer I listened to that song a lot, and it was the same summer. I'm pretty sure it was like the same time frame as like, not like Coldplay, where it's like. And birds go flying from the underground. If you could see it, then you'd understand. No, maybe. Take a picture. Coldplay. Yeah. I used to rule the world. Or that was when I ruled the world. Viva la vida. That good ass song. And Saint Peter would call my name. And I know Saint Peter. Now I'm clicking time pieces together. I listened to that song a bunch. On the same vacation to the Outer Banks when I found out Michael Jackson died. Oh, don't bring that up, dude. It's been over a decade, man. Yeah. It feels like it was just last week. You know? It's been 13 years, I think. 2009, right? So Without, without, without his music. No, that's not true. They, they've been releasing his catalog that he has had since. Yeah, but it sounds like poop. My favorite Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I haven't even, I don't think I've listened to it except for the Justin Timberlake one. That's the one, dude. That one's good. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. And it came out after I actually now heard. Now that I got my suit and tie. That's not. <laughs> that would like, Michael Jackson not have killed it on that track instead of Jay-Z, though? He would have. As as I got my suit. He would have been so good at it. Oh, oh man. Show no. you a few things. Huh? Let me show you a few things. Fuck, he's good, dude. Timberlake and and, and Jackson. Michael Jackson, Michelle Jackson, <laughs> Michelle Jackson, man, seriously, why would you make that joke? Because it was funny to make a kid's name who who whose name is Michael. If you took French class in elementary school, the French teacher would call him Michelle. Yeah, it was pretty funny, man. Those French be out of pocket sometimes, man. Or I, I, or I think that was just some student. Yeah, yeah. It might have been just Michael like, is Michelle in French, and a lot of kids can't. would say it, and I don't, and I don't think the teacher would actually. Sit at the, I think it was more of just like, haha. It sounds a little more goofy. So does that mean Michelle Obama is Michael Obama? Michelle, Mikael. Mikael sounds Russian. Mikael. Sounds like Miguel. Dude, I just realized how many different languages have like the same name, just their own version. Michael. Michelle. Mikael. Miguel. Help me out here. Italian, uh, Italian. Uh, uh, uh Magell. Magellan. Magellan. <laughs> that's Portuguese, right? Okay, Magellan. I don't is think that's like Portuguese name anymore. Was Magellan Portuguese? I don't know. It sounds like a fake name to me. You know what Magellan is? <laughs> it's one of the great explorers. <laughs> what? Magellan? I don't know who Magellan is. Justin. <laughs> oh, he was homeschooled. I don't know actually. You don't know who Magellan is? <laughs> no, I'll look him up. He was like, you know, like Cortez, Magellan, Columbus, <laughs> uh, Vespucci. <laughs> But I, th- <laughs> right? I'm like, spelling it. Okay, okay. Remember yeah. the big explorers you had to learn about? The big colonizers? I don't remember Magellan. Really? Ferdinand. So that's a nice name. So he was Portuguese or Spanish. Is that how you pronounce his name? Magellan, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, is it, it is. Really? It sounds so fake. Magellan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a McLovin type. Like, like name, just, I just go by Magellan. I just know that, like. That's the name of the map company. Like, they used to make GPSs. Christopher Columbus, like, 
discovered India and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they owe a lot to them over in India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all those Indians. I saw Fox News making a big old stink about how the the woke mob is trying to once again to cancel Columbus Day. Can you believe that? Replace it with Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> what? They didn't discover it first. <laughs> they were just here. Yeah. You know, it's, that's son, that, that's like cheating. They didn't have to fight for it. But son, they were already fighting with each other so much. <laughs> Loved that one. That uh, I think PragerU has a whole video about that. I love how the idea of going into another country, continent, whatever. You go there, they're having their own internal struggle. You just go there, fucking carpet bomb both of them and go, hey, you know, they were fighting. They I were mean, fighting each other. We might as well. And that's not to say that, yes, there are a lot of like tribes everywhere, colonies everywhere well, that also, committed all, acts of like fucking horror to each other. But that is, but one act of horror is no excuse you, for another. Just, like if you use it as an excuse for like slavery it's just like well, they were enslaving each other over there. You're like, showing your true colors of what like really mattered. You're like talking about like technicalities instead of talking about that the fact that like people's lives. Like, yeah, they were bad, but I mean, we were worse. It's basically what that argument is. You also perfectly described the the treatment of Native Americans and the Vietnam War with what you said, and you were like, the two are fighting each other, and we're going to carpet bomb. <laughs> yeah, dude, carpet bombing was fucked up. It was like, Man, yeah. it looks like the Middle East is in dire need of our. Drone strikes. Freedom. Freedom. Liberation. Remember when we freed Iraq? Yeah, when we left, look what happened. Mm-hmm. Same with Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Same with, um... That's what happens when we're not there. Sa- same with France when we left France. Just went back to shit. It's a shithole over there, man. I miss... That's a shithole country, I miss when America occupied France. Those were the good old days, man. <laughs> back when we fucking had France. <laughs> Back when France was an American territory. <laughs> but it was conned out of us by some land deal. The uh, Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was called. That's when we had to give France back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit sucked, man. I love how it's just like lying is funny. That's the joke. It's just like blatantly lying. Well, Maybe it's, it's funny like to you're me getting because it so wrong. It's, it's be- yes. it sounds uneducated. It's that. It is uneducated. There's two aspects to it to me. It's funny because it's 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 outlandish, right? It's like it's an uneducated thing to say, but we say it with confidence. And you, there, then there's two camps of people out there. It's tempered down, lol, random. It's really a more it's a more it refined, educated, yeah, okay, philosophical lol, random, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not holding up my spork and you know saying random funny that words. That would be cringe. Yeah. Instead, I'm saying that America gave France back to the French with the Louisiana Purchase. You know, it's these things that are like. For the uneducated soul. But why is that funny? Because there's going to be a lot of people out there that will just take that at face value and not even get that it's it's a joke. They'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so right. we're trolls. Are we little, trolls, are we little then, devious trolls? But then there's also another group of people out there that go, what? That, that is not what that was. Wait a second. And they get very upset about it. And they get heated about it. And guess what? No skin off my back. You know, take the L, losers. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the you know guy that just wrote a huge paragraph about how the Louisiana Purchase was not America giving France back to Europe, uh, you can go ahead and delete that. Yeah, why don't you also uh, tell us your favorite fact about the Louisiana Purchase in the comment section below? What's yours? My favorite mm-hmm. fact um, is that something was purchased. 
specifically. The Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana, yeah. That's when they bought Louisiana. Yeah. From okay. The, from the French. I'll be honest here. Okay, that actually is what it is. Yes. But it wasn't just Louisiana. It was like all of the, wasn't it like all of the United States past that point? Was it that whole region? I'm pretty sure the Louisiana Purchase was like most of the country. <laughs> oh, damn. And then we turned it into other states. But does that mean at one point, like, this was Louisiana? Wait, what What was bought in the Louisiana Purchase? I, I Why can't we just be one big United State? Right? <laughs> Not gonna happen under Biden. Yeah, dude, this was this was Louisiana. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, wait, Luke, put up a picture of how big Louisiana used to be. I don't know why. I was okay, we were just it, Spain. I, <laughs> I was. I didn't picture it going so much north for some reason. Bro, all of that orange—that's Ohio. <laughs> Ohio fell off, man. We were Ohio. Yeah, no, the Louisiana Purchase included like North, South Dakota, Kansas, Nebraska. Wow, Oklahoma, part of Texas. Man, that Louisiana fell off for sure. Now look at them. <laughs> I can cooking up frogs. The most boring state. Have you ever been to Louisiana? No, I haven't either. I've always wanted to go. I Louisiana wanna... looks like one of the more and you know where we want to go. States. What specific? You know where everyone wants to go in Louisiana? Memphis. For Mardi Gras. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love to go to Memphis for Mardi Gras. Shit looks fun. Get the beads. You know, get see flash, some breasts. Flash our see titties breasts. or see breasts too. Breasts are breasts are pretty cool. I'm down for them. You know? If for they're us, there, I mean, I'm not. I'm not looking away if they're yeah. there. If they present themselves, well, unless if a woman accidentally exposes herself, out of respect, I'll look away. If they if they have painted on their chest, don't look at these. I'll look away. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I'll even apologize while looking away for. Say, I'm sorry. I am sorry, Miss. <laughs> but now that I apologized, you see, I'm a gentleman. May I sneak a peek? <laughs> she still says time. no. I'll respect her wishes. Maybe. <laughs> hey, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Nuck it right there, man. You know, I want to go to a big Twitch party, you know? Fuck, that sounds fun, man. Right? Speaking I want to go to a big YouTuber party. When's the last time we went to a big YouTuber party? I don't know. It just sounds like all the all the cool cats would be there. We get the schmooze with all the, like, super interesting personalities. Especially if it's a Twitch party. We get to talk about the money we make. Get to drink alcohol. You know, I'm sure if, if certain people are there, it'd be a lot of cocaine. Get to hear about how people who are who are close to each other actually hate each other behind the scenes. Get to hear about all the juicy gossip in the internet sphere that's not in the public knowledge. All, all the tea. That if it was. Yikes. Don't tell Super Mega any YouTube gossip. It is it's getting out there. Just in the form of a joke, and then everyone yeah. think we're joking. No, I don't think we've... No, we've... Have we... we? I feel like we've... We've said some some internet tea before, but as a joke, no one knew we were... Everyone... So, well, back in the day, we also, like, weren't joking with being kind of bullies. Bullyish. Yeah. I mean, we still bully. Yeah. You're a bit of a bully. I'm a bit of a bully myself. You know? We get catty sometimes. Yeah, when I see Justin... And I see that goofy little face. I got a bully, man. Justin bullies me, man. Goofy little face? Goofy big face, sorry. Okay, thank you. You know how he is about his face. I know. It doesn't like it being called little. It's, I mean, it is. It's a little face. No, no. 
It's a very normal, biggish sized face. Yeah. It's a nice face, man. Yeah, but I mean, when's the last time you went to a YouTube party? I'll tell you after these ad reads. Uh, okay, dude. I saw the most brilliant shooting star last night. Yeah? Yes. Damn. Was it blue? No, it oh. was... It was. Uh, You've seen blue ones, though, before, right? And green ones? Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. Yeah. Uh, I actually... So this one wasn't a cool color? It, it did have a little color, actually. This was the biggest one I've ever seen. Okay. Um, you know, uh, have you ever been up the uh, Angeles Crest Highway? Mm-hmm. And so like, I rode my bike through there once. Yeah, and you know, it's got all those overlooks. I went at nighttime, and it was a... The weather was great yesterday, so super Were clear. You there when there was a car meetup, they usually have them sometimes on like the like there were ditch areas. a bunch on. It was like nine thirty night, and there were a bunch of the first. But if you keep driving up there, there's the the best one is like people usually don't go there because there's so many before that. But if you keep going like several miles, it's there. And I went there, and it was uh, you could see a bunch of stars, it's like three thousand feet up, and I saw a little shooting star, and I was like, wow. And I kept looking, dude, and I saw. I've never seen one like this. It was fucking huge. And it went like all the way across the sky and it left a trail behind it for like a second. Like it, it had like a like a de- like a clouded debris trail. It was like so fucking cool. Just a helicopter crashing. Wow. It's, I saw the most amazing shooting star. Meanwhile, in the news, there's like <gasps> family of six killed. Like it was beautiful though. I saw I saw a bunch of satellites too. I think I saw some of the Starlink ones. Because what I would see is I would see a little dot appear in the sky, like not blinking, just a single little tiny faint light, and it would move slowly and then fade away. Were you with me when we were walking somewhere in Hollywood, and some guy's pointing or looking up at the cloud, and he's like talking about, there's a satellite right up there! He starts screaming about it. No, because I probably would start screaming about it too. It was, probably, it was really awesome. I don't think you were into space at the time. <sighs> Have you seen the Starlink satellites? Like, videos of them? Uh, are you talking about just like the pictures that come from them? No, 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 no. So like SpaceX has been launching a or, bunch like, of- Like has the live streams of Earth mm-hmm. and all that? So they're, like Starlink is that project where they're launching like hundreds, I think, of satellites up. And the goal is like to bring internet to rural areas. Uh, so it's like Wi-Fi everywhere, I think. Yeah. But they launch a bunch at once and then they all go off in like a straight line. So like you can look up websites where to see them. But I've seen a bunch of them on like- Yes, I subscribe to several UFO subreddits. I like that shit. But a lot of people are like, whoa, what the fuck? And then- I'm into space. Forget about it. Yeah, but basically- Matt goes, I'm into space. Yeah, I don't believe that alien bullshit, <laughs> man. I, I could really talk about that after this if you want. But basically- a- Aliens? Yeah. But basically, uh, if you- Now they're fourth dimensional beings? Well, I don't know. Fourth dimension. Maybe sixth, seventh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know. Something beyond. But like, they- uh, it's just a bunch of lights in the sky, like a single satellite, and they all just follow behind each other. So it'll be like 20 of them in a row just going across the night sky. And like they'll fade in and fade out. And dude, I think I saw some last night. Uh, if you just go up somewhere like clear, if you, you look at like aliens world, last night? I did. It could have been. I think there were satellites because it would just fade in, go for a little bit and fade out. And I, if I'm not mistaken, that's just like it catches sunlight for a second and then... What really happened in Phoenix, Arizona? Okay, that, the Phoenix lights... I think, my personal theory, you know how all the, in the last year, the Pentagon and the CIA have suddenly just been declassifying all of that UFO shit all of a sudden, and they have like congressional hearings about it, where they're like talking about these light orbs that can appear out of thin air, disappear, reappear, they show up on radar, 
And so they're like physical, but then they just disappear, but then they can break all laws of physics. Like they can, like there was one that they have uh, that went from 80,000 feet to sea level in like two seconds and just, I mean, they just, they have video just, they just literally like break all laws of physics and gravity and they interact with each other. And whenever they go after them and chase them, they disappear. I think that's the Phoenix lights were those same things. Okay. And I think that that's a phenomenon that's been happening for a long time on this planet. What is it? I don't know. I mean, now that the government and multiple governments have confirmed, it's not just like, it's not like a rumored thing anymore. Like, they're, they're actually like, these things exist and we don't know what they are. And I'm surprised that there's not more, like, people aren't freaking out about that more. They're like, yeah, there's just glowing orbs that probably break all laws of known to the universe, but... Probably because the people, there's still, like, things in their head that, like, it could have been, uh, whether it's equipment malfunction or just the dude the pilot is yeah they're a pilot but like who who are they personally i think like people leave a lot of stuff like oh it's just like there's a lot of coincidences that can line up to like there's there's got to be like a better explanation i think people rely on those kind of more normal explanations because i can't because you feel more comfortable yeah you know what it is but i think it's like crazy too um i mean i mean i think it was the cia they did a back in the day a really big project like a secret project to like smear ufo stories to make them look crazy so people would not believe in them i don't know what they know man worked it did y'all bitches crazy yeah it well is. jim and layton both saw ufo actually i saw a screenshot of that and that was pretty fucking crazy they were facetiming and layton's like what the fuck looks up in the sky and then there's a screenshot of i see jim's face in the corner like <laughs> and i saw it. it was it was weird it was literally a metallic fucking like orb just in the sky I haven't seen it, so to me it just still sounds goofy. Well, because when Layton's like, I'm so, that was, a, that was, uh, he, he's gonna listen to this episode and be very hurt that that was your. Okay, beep beep out my impression of Layton there. He goes, I saw a UFO, <laughs> and uh, you know when Layton says something like I saw a UFO, it's like okay, it's another Monday morning. Layton comes in with one of these stories. I saw a UFO. Uh, this guy, the bus stop was touching me, stuff like that. So it's like another one of his things. Yeah. But I saw the picture and I, I actually was like, oh, whoa, that's actually, if I saw that, I would. And he said, he said that it was moving in like a formation that was like just breaking all laws of physics and then disappeared. Just boink. So my, so my first thought with that is like, oh, maybe it's a weather balloon. It's a drone. Yeah. Right. But like a a drone with some like fucking weird thing. But the, but the thing the thing weird. that gets me though about a lot of the things where it's like they just move in ways that like a drone physically can't. Like what? Uh, a lot of them like will take off at an incredible like they'll be sitting still and then just and be gone like at an unbelievable speed. Uh, and also like all the government stuff they release the navy. It's like they tend to like mainly show up at military drills and shit. Because they're jealous of our technology. Mm-hmm. Could be the Chinese. <laughs> they said they, but they also said we have no reason to believe it's a foreign government. Because people are like, what if it's like some other government's advanced shit spying? But I don't know. Maybe the Chinese made a deal with some extra-dimensional DMT beings to go spy on our military shit. What's your best guess for what those things are? What those they're things real, are? They're real, they've been witnessed, like the Phoenix Lights, like the... What, what, like, if you had to take and educate, like, what do you, Ryan McGee, believe those things are? Hmm. <coughs> well, I don't, the thing is, I would have to, like. How much have you looked into it? 
I've seen like the videos and stuff like that, and I like I've heard people's accounts of mm-hmm. what they have seen, and like at first, it's super interesting, but then like I look up videos just trying to like come up with other explanations about it, and I think I usually and I can't even remember them at this point. I'd have to go into it again because I'm not like super interested in this stuff. There, it's kind of like to me, it's more of like I'm into the sci-fi aspect of of aliens and stuff like as entertainment and as fun little stuff like that same thing with ghosts but i don't in like in our perceived reality it's it's almost it's more of an interesting question but like that's all it can ever be so like i can't really form too much interest around something because there's no way to know yeah yeah and i do like there's things that are strange or unexplainable that's why i'm interested in it though Mm -hmm. is because like there's not an answer to it and i think that's What's, and I think it's fun to speculate and think about what it could be. Yeah, kind of like with like unsolved murders or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what's going on there? This stuff's a lot more fun this, than unsolved murders because it's like, well, that's unsolved murders, it's like, oh, someone killed someone and got away with it. But like, for me, it's on shit, such it's like, a, a grand scale to like stuff that I know that I don't have any capacity to really like understand if I'm like, okay. So a pilot says it, but what do I know about being a pilot? Like, am I holding his opinion less or more than I should in terms of like what they're seeing? Like, who is this person? What is their account? The big uh, one for me was just when the Pentagon declassified all that stuff and all the reports that they had like documented on military radar with the like data. UFOs pose real danger, says Pentagon, but aliens aren't to blame. Probably. What do, what do they know? Do you think that, do you think that they know what it is, but out of the national security, whatever, they're like, we can't talk about what Maybe, it is. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, think about like if they are testing things, if they are doing stuff, they're not going to be too public about it. I mean, think about something of that scale, whether it's like military technology or just technology in general that people are trying out. If it is the like government or some other government, I doubt that they would want to, to, to write a tell all about it because yeah. they don't even want to let people know about like the little things within their campaigns well, as it is. They won't let like I've read that they won't. There's a lot of reports in like the Pentagon stuff that are describing events that mm-hmm. they have video of, but they won't release the video. And I I saw people explaining like, well, because like in a lot of these videos, even if like that's not our technology, like the means of capturing it could give away like what we are capable of. Yeah. So. I mean, nothing more, I would want nothing more than like some fucking news helicopter live on air. All of a sudden, like there's this fucking UFO just kind of like orbiting above and it, you're just looking at it and it's viewed for all the world to see. And then I would be like, holy fuck, this is a moment. This is huge. It does suck. There's never moments like that. And and it's very rare that it's a public spectacle that it's caught on camera. Yeah. Like, it seems like every video of UFOs still to this day in an age with cell phones Same with is Bigfoot and Loch Ness grainy, Monster. it's shitty. But I mean, also, if it's if they're just little orbs in the sky. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I mean, when you I'm not try expecting to, when like you try a metal to, flying saucer. When you try to film a plane in the sky, like on your phone, it's still just like a very fucking tiny dot. It's hard to explain what you see, especially even like if a helicopter was flying right over my house, I could still take a video. But even when I notice like... That that video that I think the helicopter is like right over my head in the video it looks w- like still further up. I so it is hard to prove if if these are uh, spacecrafts. I mean, there's a lot of theories like that they finally made it public because it's like it's a big enough phenomenon that they can't ignore, or 
if it poses an actual national security threat because it they're mainly observed at military things. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But also at the same time, it's like uh, all that I want, I've always wanted this so fucking bad, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. be abducted. I want to see a UFO. Like, I that want, would be great. I want to see that stuff. Like, I would love to be in the woods and see a fucking orb of light at night and, like, not be able to explain it. Like, that'd be the coolest fucking thing in the world to see. Because like, at the end of the day, your your perception is really the only one you mm-hmm. can firmly trust. I want to see And UFO. I think that's my problem with it. Like, it's not that I don't trust these people. It's that I feel like there's a more logical conclusion and the idea of it being a UFO and then, like, tagging these things that make it seem like it would be more like one or is more uh, plausible than actually having seen... They, interdimensional or inner right. uh, otherworldly spacecraft. They also but it the, seems like almost ridiculous. They like do break you, the laws you, of physics. When you just think about the idea. But I mean there's a ton of fucking crazy shit out there. So I that, think that there's a, a lot of shit that we can't comprehend that we don't understand and never will that exists. Like I don't think that like I I I don't think that human consciousness is like the peak of in, intelligence. No, we're just an animal. Yeah, and I and I think that we have a great understanding of the world, but I think that in the universe there's pro- there's probably things a lot far be- like maybe not even life forms, but there's stuff beyond us that we can't comprehend. We got lucky; our brain turned out different than other things. Maybe those things are life forms. Maybe that's some form of life that's beyond us that we can't comprehend. Maybe passes the, into our plane. Maybe the UFOs are actually the alien themselves. I do like the idea of that twist. Still, I think oh from nope. Yeah, I like the idea of it. I just didn't want it. I didn't care for. It. I didn't. I, that's not the type of movie I wanted. I don't think that those lights, like those orbs, I don't think that those are like spacecraft. Okay, I'll put on my tinfoil hat here. My personal theory. I don't have anything to back this up, but it's what I think is the most plausible. If about, I'm really about what the like light orbs. Okay. If I'm reaching out there, mm-hmm. I think that there's two options. I think okay. that it could be some just kind of like obviously non-living phenomenon that we don't, like, physics-based thing with electricity. I don't know, something we don't understand yet, scientifically. Or, like, light refraction. Like, you know how many, Some like, weird you know aerial many, phenomenon. No, know, but they, they show up on radar, though. I'm so not talking, physical. I'm talking about, like, seeing it on the same time on FaceTime. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like... Wait, can, I, I want to get Layton's picture in here. Okay. But also, uh, here's my crazy theory. I just think it's a fun one. I think that it's possible that those themselves are it's not a spaceship that is that is a a being like a like a entity not like a ghost yeah i think it's something that could be on a higher dimensional plane than us that we can't comprehend and is able to pass into like through our plane and we can see it then and then it disappears for a split little like second maybe just playing around with us like an interstellar you know a two-dimensional being couldn't comprehend us, but we could comprehend them. He pu- in Interstellar, he pushes the books. He goes, ah! And the, and the books fall a little bit. Or she- Murph! Yep. I was your ghost, Murph. Yep. Yeah. Well, like, I think that... Be- because guess what? To, you know, as, as Christopher Nolan puts it, well, he doesn't put it, that he's the love. director of the film. Love is the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, it's not, but... No. That was just... It's, it's chemicals in your brain. Movie plot. It's a, gr- it's a great... It's a great it's a good sci- sci-fi Hollywood theme. It's, an, it's like yeah. love is the is what transcends dimension. Cause, well, because there are things that in our dimension that transcend to the next dimensions, you know. But she's talking about her own per- like. There's the you know, love is what you will be remembered for through the people that you love and are loved by. 
and it's not a physical thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, what what's weird is uh, like, there are dimensions beyond us, mm -hmm. but like, we, what is that? Incomprehensible. And I, I that's what the stuff I like thinking about that I think is really cool because I'm like it exists, but like. It's like it's, it's like existing right here, right? But it's like we can't comprehend it. And for me, I guess my brain finds it more like not in something that I... It's like my brain or like the way I think about it is, oh, that's a high concept. It's interesting to think about, but it's only interesting as a concept and not to dig into because I feel like there's not enough there to really come up with like a... You want answers. A hard, yeah, you want, exactly. You want to know. And that's why I like find stuff interesting. Like if you... Uh, like when you're a kid and there's a really smooth stone and you're like, this is very interesting. This is cool. How did this happen? Oh, well, water erosion, blah, 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 blah. Or like, uh, the Grand Canyon. How did that come to be? This is so magnificent and wonderful. I, li I like that type of shit. Like that's, I like that. That's, Where you can that's see. super interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Where like you can like tell the history of something of how long it's been here and. But that, I mean that. To counter that, it's why I like that other stuff is because like, there's not an answer, and that's it's fun to think about. It's like it's it's like mind boggling, you know? Yeah, I, like, I guess I guess I can just only come up to like the I get same, excited thinking about like what it could be. But it's like there's for me there's only so many answers you run into before like you just end up in the same circle of questions. And I think honestly, you know I mean? with like some of this stuff, whether it's like the orbs of light and shit, the answer could be something that like we couldn't even begin to like understand or comprehend so it's not even a point it's a prank you the know? military wanted to do a prank they could be throwing us off man or they could be prepping us for the new world order could be prepping us think about this rhyme lizard people what if they are faking this ufo stuff getting the public a little bit like huh so then they can eventually do a fake alien threat to unite us or to control us it would be to control because we know you don't think don't... the world governments want to unite us? No. There's so many. Uh, there's so many funny movies that show that no matter what, the, the most recent one, the drop dead hilarious. Don't look up. Or that's the yeah yeah. And it was drop dead hilarious. Oh my god. And Leo was drop dead gorgeous. gorgeous. In yes, it. he was. Did you see his fingernails in it. Beautiful. He files that shit. He's a great actor. That movie. That movie I thought was bad. Me I was too. disappointed I did not like it. because the premise of it I really liked. I like was a, bored throughout it. I was too, and it was goofy. Like and everything was flat. Like the comedy just kind of fell say, flat for me a lot of the time. Adam McKay, like I like Adam McKay's movies, but it's like he just he puts a little too much. It's a it's a too on the nose. Adam McKay is, uh, he's the dude that did the all the other like uh, he did Vice, he did Anchorman. I'm talking, but that, re but recently he's been. Most known as doing those kind of like the climate activist, yeah, like very like big. Well, one. like the 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 movies that have more of a political twist or turn to them. But did, the problem did, wait, with did those, he do, oh yeah, Vi you said Vice. Vice that, was good. What's that other fucking one he did about the like the market crash? Oh, the Big Short. Is that with Steve Carell and, uh, and Ryan Gosling and a uh, American Psycho boy, Christian yeah. Bale? I didn't see that one. I heard it was good. But I don't like, like, Adam McKay's style, it's like I like it, but I, I don't like he, I don't like the way he executes it with, like, the stock footage and, like, the narration and also, like, his political stuff is just too on the nose. Like, like, the commentary on, like, MAGA people, it's like, 
yeah, we all get that, but it's like I, it's just it's done to like goofy SNL type. You know, sometimes does that make the sense? Editing sometimes super obnoxious too with it, like the freeze frames and hard cuts. Yeah, whilst you know you could argue that feels like iMovie. There's a point behind it. It's kind of the point loses whatever it, it it's it's going for because of how jarring the cut or the freeze frame would be, or is. I just feel like there's better ways to execute his style. And I like it. I like the style that he does. It's fun. It doesn't feel honed in. Yeah. It feels like he's trying some things. Yes, it feels like he's like, oh, what if we did this, though? Which you can't fault a man for no. trying some things. I mean, like, and I don't think Adam McKay makes bad movies. No. I just think that the political messages are a little too on the nose in a, in a way that's just like, uh, okay. Well, you know? Anchorman was, f- like... Anchorman was great. F- funny because they used... Every single person in there was essentially a comedic actor when they try to get like more serious Leo and and Jennifer Lawrence. Don't forget Timmy. <laughs> if, they, if they get all these, uh, uh, who's the other one? Uh, old Oscar Meryl Streep. They they have all these people, but yeah, they could probably act well and do all this stuff. But I think Adam McKay's directoral style, like. Also, he likes a lot of improv or requires like a some and it improv, feels it kind of just gives me like a modern SNL feel. And when he does structure things, it comes out flat or stiff. And what brought a lot of those movies' lives were the cast. Yeah, and I liked Vice a lot. I thought Vice was really good. Vice was fun. That's another. That's the one that I was talking about where the editing was super jarring sometimes, where it just takes you out because like it's not doing on the stock footage. It was like like that stuff almost like wasn't. He used like shitty stock footage and it just almost wasn't necessary. Yeah. I thought like the movie would have been fine without it. And I get it's like a stylistic choice to do it, but it's like, I feel like you could have done it better than if you're going to go that route. So the drawingness like trumps whatever he was trying to do there, unless mm-hmm. it was like trying to, I don't know, because then you're just focusing on the edit. You're not focusing yeah. on like the whatever. I still don't know whatever point he's trying to get across. Like the, didn't he do a bunch of those weird freeze frames at the end of Don't Look Up? The end of Don't Look Up was, like, essentially, like, as the, spoilers, as the, like, comet is hitting Earth. They're all it's looking like, at each other. And then it's, I mean, it's going through just, like, eye stock, stock footage of, like, people making love and, like, celebrating and, like, nature and shit. And Weird. it's, like, I feel like you can do that without, like, instead of stock footage, like, I don't know, like, you could, you could actually shoot stuff to make it more relevant and feel more, like, you know? Yeah. They, they let the scenes, I feel like, go on too long. Where the movie was, it was very hectic, like the idea of this comet coming to Earth. But the way it was paced, I think should have felt jarring. It's too long. But it felt very, like, okay, here's this next scene. Here's the next scene. It should have felt like they're going from A to B to A to B consistently, like, uh, being turned down, which they are. They just lengthen those scenes out to a point to where you get comfortable in the scene and then eventually bored uh, within it. And I get the point of... That was because the movie's an allegory for climate change, and it's like no one's listening or doing anything. That's what I'm so, saying. Like the, hectic, but, the hecticness works. They just should have made that a part of the editing and the pacing of the film instead of letting it troll on for hours and hours with the same. I did like the. Theme. I did like the very ending though. Like I like I I I did like <laughs> the after credit scene with Jonah. No, no, Hill. not that. I like <laughs> okay. the. Uh, I still can't believe they put a fucking after credits Jonah Hill scene in there. I liked the part. After the stock footage, when it's like the, like, freeze, it's like every, like, time is still, but, like, the camera's moving through it, like, as the, like, asteroid's hitting, so, like, everything is, like, 
getting destroyed, but it's like like moving through the space, but it's like time is staying still, and then it instantly just cuts to the like, and then yeah. it's done. I like that. It's a different theme, definitely, but it's still, I think a better movie that kind of gets the point across of the dreariness of like the world ending and stuff. Armageddon? <laughs> no. It's a, it's a fucking uh, Steve Carell and Kieran Knightley Oh, looking, movie. seeking a friend for the end of the world? Yeah. I always wanted to see that. I've seen it twice. I enjoyed it. I think I was also younger, so you know when you're in high school It's a little more college, romantic. And yeah, you're, you, you romanticize things a little bit more. I've seen the ending. Movies, because you're in that artsy, you're just The ending like, was very artsy romantic. Yes. And, uh, do they save the world in Armageddon, or do they die? I think they save the world. I'm thinking of Deep Impact with Elijah Wood. They don't save the world in that one. <laughs> Does everyone die? If I remember correctly, it ends with the asteroid hitting, and, like, Elijah Wood's driving away on his moped, and then it's just and like... he's like... <sighs> he Does like he know it's ending? Oh, yeah, like, they, like, they fail the mission they all like see it coming That's I cool. love a good asteroid movie like yeah. I love movies I we love can make the next Austin Powers wait did they do an asteroid in one of the Austin Powers can we do it can we do it wait they did a submarine we're fucking stupid our next satellite comes out of the bus we're like can we do this and I'm like our, literally the next super mega book is about that can we write an Austin Powers book could Austin Powers be in our next book yes we, we know the impersonator Richard Powell <laughs> No, but the Austin Powers. No, it's, it's not, not Mike Myers. It's Austin Powers. Yeah, we say that it was a famous British, a famous British spy. Well, you know how Chris Chan talks about the dimensions merging and how all of like your favorite like cartoon characters and OCs exist in this other dimension and it's gonna merge and then they'll be here in the real world with us. Yeah, that could happen in our book. And so then these characters actually are real in our book, and it's not like <sighs> you know, that's a, that's I don't know if that's too high concept, but. We could probably make it work, or I mean, people just are fiending for us. In our, in our, un book. in the universe, the book takes place, and Austin Powers was never a movie. It the was continuation just... of our book is very exciting. It is. And we have a lot going to love out. it, and and hopefully buy it, and we'll make a shit ton of money. And I'd we'll, like to make some we'll money. I, I listen, and I'll be a, like, I'm not saying this to plug ourselves. I am proud of that book. Oh I, yeah, you and I. I, like, I still can't believe we went through with it all. That was not a cash grab. Ryan and I literally were like, "What if we wrote a stupid fucking book?" And we had the best time writing that. And I think it shows Cackling in the book. To ourselves, we were fucking. Ca that I just remember we we took a writing retreat up to uh, Ventura, and we just like got an Airbnb and we wrote the first. I brought Lego. Yeah, it was fun. We watched Land of the Lost what, with Will this Ferrell. Is the end. And this is the end. But I remember we just sit down all day and we just write. And the way our writing method is. We'll just sit down. Knowing that, I wonder if we stole any jokes from those movies. Are you ever scared of, of you have an idea for a joke or something, in my case also a song, and it's like, I hear it, like the joke or something, and I'm, and I'm like, that's so funny. And I'm like, but what if I've heard this before, and I don't realize it, that's and why I, I think that I came up with it. That's why I don't tweet stuff out a lot of the times, because I, I even ask you and Justin, like, do you feel like someone's said this before I feel like someone said this or done this before it feels like it's it had to have I had one last night that I wanted to tweet and I'm like someone I feel like I've known some it was it was uh she Walter on my junior till I white but I feel like Did you look it up I haven't but I'm scared I'm scared of tweeting it and then having a, a mutual reply with their tweet like what the hell and then I'm like oh it looks like I copied them same with songs dude every time I get like a catchy song idea in my head I'm like what if 
what if like this is a song that I've I've already heard that I've just like I've heard like once or twice that I liked I've forgotten about it came back in my head I thought I came up with it and I make it and then I drop it and all of a sudden all the comments are like you just copied this and then I'm like <laughs> oh no it's there's it's, a name for that actually fucking hold your hand you do like all the Beatles songs you're like fuck like your whole next album is actually it's literally all just songs. like Abbey Road <laughs> yeah guys this was what's it called there's a name there's a there's a scientific name for that phenomenon where you hear something or you see something you An like excuse it for being a thief that's what i'd call it well that's what i was scared if i ever do this that's what people are gonna say but now it sounds like by saying this i'm giving myself the out to copy something and then if i get caught i have an excuse i'll make sure to retweet the people calling you out so they get <laughs> just please don't do <laughs> this literally sounds like uh you stole this i'll screenshot it ryan i gotta show you this new track from my upcoming album yesterday <laughs> You loved that movie, though, didn't you? Fuck, it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> was James Corden in it? Uh, I think so. Was he? I feel like, dude, I, I was really high when I saw that movie in theaters. But you loved it. I remember you getting out and saying that was, like, one of the best movies of that year. I had a great theater experience. I was laughing really hard. I felt bad because, like, no one else in the theater was laughing. And didn't the people you go with say it was good, too? They are like, they liked it, or did everyone hate it? No, I went with two people and they, we all enjoyed it for the same reason. We all took edibles before and, dude, it was just the dumbest fucking movie. The print, like, how did that get greenlit? It's like, we have all these great ideas. Hollywood's not fucking kicking down our door and then someone's like, what if a guy uh, gets hit by a car, wakes up, and then the Beatles didn't exist, but he remembers them. And then he becomes the biggest rock star in the world with those songs. And then and John the Beatles, Lennon's happy. Yeah, he meets John Lennon. And he's happy. And he's like, have he, you had a good life, a, John? He paints in a White House, white house Lighthouse or lighthouse, some shit. Yeah. It is white, though. But the best part of that movie, though, is because the Beatles didn't exist, the Beatles in this universe is Ed Sheeran. Ooh. And he is, like, the biggest. And he plays himself. And Ed Sheeran has a pretty big role in it as himself. And, you know, he gets to know the guy that sings the Beatles It's songs. not the Ed Sheeran lookalike from TikTok? Nope, it is the Ed Sheeran. And so I showed you those TikToks. They looks just like him with Ed Sheeran and Gordon Ramsay and Simon, Simon Cowell. Cowell. Yeah, and I don't know who the other guy is. I think he's a sports be. player. Sure, just plays sports <laughs> like a soccer player, football. But basically, uh, Ed Sheeran. There's just his one part, and he, he delivers it fully. Like it's this movie's not a comedy. It has comedic tinges, but it's like it seems like a little romantic comedy vibe. It is, and and he literally is like. Also, he has no charisma, and it's funny just uh, just assuming that the reason the Beatles are big is just because of the composition of their songs, mm -hmm. and not because people idolized loved them. the image of them as a boy band. Yeah, they're like the first, and and I mean, I had Beatle Beatlemania for a little bit. I really discovered the Beatles for the first time in 2021. I knew about them, but I listened to them when I was you moving. shoved them off, and you're just like, <sighs> yeah, no, for real. I was like. <sighs> Nah, the Beatles, and then I listened to them like when I was moving in my new house, and I was like, hey, that's actually pretty good. And then like I read the, about all of them. If you like the Beatles, you'll love the Beach Boys. Who? The Beach Boys? Beach Boys are a little ruined for me after finding out about their lore. <laughs> Wait, there's lore? Oh, yeah. What's the Beach Boys lore? Just between like Mike Love and Brian Wilson, the w two. What happened there? Just, just some bad treatment and stuff, and it's hard to. You what? Know, Picture them all on a beach dancing. It wasn't that happy in real life. Beatles, though. Not the Be Beatles hated each other. Yeah. They were all kind you of You ever like seen them on talk shows, like, shit-talking each other? Well, they're like family, you know? 
Well, I always I, I found it interesting watching interviews where like they'd ask like George Harrison a question about like Or they'd ask like Paul a question about like John and he's like, oh, no, I haven't talked to him in a year And it's just like, oh, okay but, uh, Why don't you ask me questions about me? What, well, you, no, a lot of that was like because like they're doing their solo music and he's like, I don't want to talk about the Beatles That was the, that was the thing but the Beatles is what you're known for is all you're known for. Sorry Not sorry everyone had good solo music in my opinion except for but he makes a good painting. He makes great art. <laughs> you have a lot of them. I do. I have f five of them as you, an investment. You don't regret that at all? No. Good. And I, I don't, No, I genuinely don't. I don't think you should even see them as an... I don't think you should see them I as a monetary them as investment. Anymore. You should see them as a, an emotional investment. I'll be honest. When I bought them, I'm, I said, I told everyone, oh, this is, you know, I've never bought art. And, you know, it's like I'm buying art because he's like... Ringo is one of the last living Beatles. He won't be around much longer. This art is ridiculous. It's there's it's limited quantity. They're all signed, you know. And when so he dies, one, it'll know, be worth a lot one day. But here's the thing. I'll be honest, man. When I bought them, I saw it as an investment, but like that was more of an excuse for pe people not to rag on me. Yeah, I wanted those, dude. I, I they're they're up my alley. I love them. They're in my living room. Your baby. Yeah, it's awesome. It is. They're great. He has another one that is awful that I want to buy, but it's four thousand dollars. Awful. I can't. Is it called awful? No, it's it's good. Oh, oh, it's called good. What's it called? <laughs> Three little green men or something. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> literally a microscope. It's a you have to get that one. Have I shown you this one? Three <laughs> three little green men. Are they aliens? They're they, aliens, dude. Three little green. Hold men. on, dude. I'm gonna look that up. I, I, that's not what it's called. <laughs> but in my memory, that's. <laughs> look at this. Hold on. They're terrifying, man. I just comes up with the Toy Story aliens. Here. Gallery. Here we go. Painting. Let me show you this. It's, it's, here, th this, this. Wait. See those, those little, it's not loading, but see those little, uh, those little green men? Those are aliens. You should totally get that, $4,000, right? Ryan. Yeah, how much have you spent already on the artwork? On all of them, combined. It's an investment. Yes, but so what, what's the, ne what's another few investments? I spend the most on your baby because that one is classic. Yeah, everyone knows that one. And yeah. to own Rain your baby, twenty thousand was not twenty thousand dollars. Sorry, ten thousand was not ten thousand. I'm just yeah. It was. See, it, you're it doing was, you're you're doing this little manipulative thing to get me to say the price where you talk it up. So then I'm like, no, it was just only this much. But then it doesn't look any better. What do you mean? It's Four thousand dollars. Can you believe Matt Watson spent that on a painting? A stupid painting. It's signed by one of the Beatles. Is that how dude. you feel people are gonna react if if you just yeah. say I bought it for me? Well, they just think I'm like a rich asshole just frivolent frivolously throwing money at things. People are gonna say that regardless. People don't. People so I might as well instead of well, like like dude, you see these other big streamers, they're buying mansions and sports cars. Hassan. Yeah. Electric Porsche. <laughs> uh, I'm out here using my hard-earned money to buy on art. art. Exactly. Not just any art. Ringo Starr signed art and, and no one's buying these dude. And it doesn't make you look you don't go out to a club and like you can say you mentioned it makes a good story But it's not making you look any better. I'll pull up to a club in an uber I'm not sh showing up my electric Porsche Ryan. Yeah, and, and flashing it. I'm I leave that one at home. I uh, I Show up and you know, I'll pull out my phone and say check this out. Yeah, I have that. They'll go. They'll go No, that's the stupidest and then you go <gasps> and then I go no, I'm just kidding man. Who would buy that shit? Also, people don't buy them, dude. Like, I have, some of the ones I have are 
one out of 50. Mm-hmm. He's been selling them since 2005. So I have one of 50. Does he still make new ones every day? Or how often does a new painting come out? Does a new masterpiece? He has some newer ones. Relinquish itself. Uh, The internet's not... Here we go. See, he does this new stuff that's like more... It looks like art you'd buy at Ikea. Oh, I don't like it. Okay, 2019. Yeah, the little green men one. That's 2019. How how much is this one going for? Hold on. Uh, Let me find it. It's called The Band. It's probably... It's The Beatles. Right? Four, four I, I like the title of the picture being Little Green Men. So how much is it going for? $4,000. Oh, you already spent that on your baby. 24 by 36. And another 10000 collectively on the other the other ones that you got. There's only 12 of them. <laughs> I didn't spend 10000 collectively on the other ones. I spent 6000 I spent 10000 total. Plus the four... <laughs> no. Yeah, I feel, I feel guilty about that. Why? Could have donated that to charity. We have donated the charity. That's true. All right. Well, my so conscience is many clean. times. <laughs> my conscience is clean. Unless you, I mean, you've personally also from your own pocket, not just us as a business, have donated the charity before. Yeah. So have I. As have I. When it actually, I did, I did, I donated to a charity one time just to get a specific set of sales and see if thieves that, <laughs> that were hey. all, that were only available if you donated. Here's the thing, Ryan. It was like a <laughs> if you're doing something good, does the reasoning behind it matter? No. Walter White, he did a bad thing for a good reason. Well, people say it's like you know these people are doing it to make themselves look good, but still the good deed was done, and people profited off of like not monetarily, but their lives were made better because yeah. of that good act. I mean, those YouTubers that would film themselves giving money to homeless people, mm-hmm. I hate them. They're such They're egotistical assholes. assholes. Yeah, they still gave a lot of money to homeless people. Yep, housed them for a night, gave them a shower, gave them a haircut, got them some good food, maybe gave them some gift cards for food. It was a really awesome act. That I'm sure that person wasn't wasn't expecting, and good thing for a bad reason. Yeah, They're doing it, it to inflate their own ego and make money. But at the end of the day, do you think like someone who really wants food and like is really having a shitty life is gonna care that these people are doing it? Oh no, the the homeless people that were benefited, I, I'm sure don't care. Like, I'm yeah, sure that they're whatever. like that yes. was great. That person saved my life, and that's great. They did help someone. There's this TikTok I saw recently of like, or maybe it was a YouTube video. Where, I can't remember if you were in the office when I saw it. It was. This old dude, <laughs> it was just this old dude with like some walker and this guy walks up to him and is like, hey, I'm wanting to uh, go, really go to Disneyland today. I was wondering if I could take a stranger to Disneyland if you'd want to come with me. He's like, oh, sure. But it's so sweet because the old man is crying at the end. I saw a lot of the comments though being like, yeah, but he's probably going to, he's an old man. He's from an older generation. He probably expects you to be friends with him. And then you just ditch him and don't yeah. ever talk to him again. He's going to be like. He just bought, he just did it for himself. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, if that guy had done that by himself and didn't film it, like, out of the kindness of his heart, that's yeah. very touching. My mom told me recently, she's she's like, oh, I love this guy I've been watching. He goes up to, like, homeless people, and he asks them if he can have, like, some of their food or a sip of their water or some money. And then if they give it to him, then he's like, you know what? Here's a $1,000, you know? I ask all sorts of people, and they they say no, and I'm like... Wait, that's kind of that's kind of fucked though. He goes up to like someone in need. He's like, "Hey, can I have something?" He, I guess he's he's trying to see if they're like heart like like selfless. Is it the same like, guy? He went up to some woman and he was like, "Hey, could I have like something out of your cart? I'm thirsty." She's like, "Yeah, no. yeah, yeah." He and asked then, for water. And then some guy comes out of the store 
And he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, okay, here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's woman's like, wait, what about? It's like I get it. It's 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 an interesting. It's such like it feels like such an evil way to teach that lesson. It's a social study that's like for all the wrong reasons, and also like he's still punishing. Like in doing something good, he's also punishing other people that are down bad. Who would have not been like who, if he didn't do this, would have gone about their day doing their normal shit. But -hmm. since he did this, he created a problem and thus created a punishment for this person out of nowhere. The person that honestly doesn't, which he doesn't need any of these things. He's just doing it for a video. And I'll be honest, dude. Like if I was homeless and had like nothing in, in, it was even hard to get like bottles of water. And some guy comes up with the cameras like, can I have some water? I don't no. think there's anything wrong with a homeless person saying no to yeah. that because it's, it's theirs. Now, if they don't want to share their ice cream, I got problems. Oh, if fucking kick that shit out of He's macking on an ice cream sandwich and, and, and I And it's say, a hot hey. day. It's a hot summer's day in Santa Monica. I say, please, brother. I am dying for some ice cream sandwich. Can I have a little slurp of that ice cream, please? Says, no. Can I just get one lick, man? Just one lick. No. Come on, man. Kick it out of his hand. And then stop. That should it. be the lesson. Now no one can enjoy it. That's what we should do. We should do videos. We go to Santa Monica, find homeless people. Okay, no, 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 no. Here's what we'll do. We'll have like Jim come up to homeless people ahead of time, like, and just hand out ice cream, right? Just as like as a good guy. And then we'll come up like while they're eating it, like, hey man, can I have a taste of that ice cream? If they say no, slap it out, stomp on it, spit in their face, and say, yeah, you can't have it. I can't have it. Learn to be a better human, asshole. And they learned a valuable lesson that day of how to not be so. And you know, af- after that experience, they come away from that enlightened and not more bitter towards the world. Much how. I hope our viewers feel enlightened after this episode of the podcast. Yeah, you guys should. We, t- we spoke a lot of truths. Wait till the after show, which you can find on Patreon. That's right. You can go over to Patreon right now for five bucks a month, and you can watch our super mega after hours uh, extended version of The lights of are turned podcast. off, some of them. Oh, uh, we, we, we say what we're thinking, all right? We're not, we're, not, oh, yeah. we're not enslaved by the big tech giants anymore, right? We can say poor what choice, we really— Poor choice of words was a poor choice of words. We're not indebted to... That's also... Bad. Not for me. I'm Irish, so... I have some Irish in me. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then your people were enslaved, too. That's right. I'm not doing a fist bump for the slavery. I'm just saying, like, yeah, we're both we're Irish. We're brothers. Yeah, we're brothers. <laughs> Through suffering, right? Through a bad thing. Yeah, because I know my family feels that to this day. <sighs> I still feel that to this day, Ryan. Yeah. When I'm walking around the streets of Los Angeles, people I still feel People look it. and notice... That I'm Irish, because I go, because ugh, got an Irish in here, you dirty Irish pig. It's gross, man. But the only thing worse would be being Italian, you know. Hey, come on, that's a little bump right there. All right, guys, well, head over to the Patreon if you want to see uh, an extra, an extra little bit of uh, hanging out and goofing. And if not, hope you have a great day still. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <coughs> 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 Matt and Ryan, that was not funny. But I love Super Mega. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian.